Welcome to Life Skills for Kids, Superstar Practical Strategies, your go-to podcast for surviving and thriving with your children. I'm your host, Deb Hopper, and as a parent and an occupational therapist, I understand the reality of getting through each day with the kids. Join me as we delve into tips, tricks, and strategies that you can use today. Good morning, everyone. It's Liz here. I'm one of the counselors at Avondale School, and I feel really honored this morning to be doing a brief interview with Deb Hopper. Hi, Deb. Hi, how are you, Liz? Well, thanks. Thank you so much for taking this time. Now, Deb is an occupational therapist. She's really well known across Australia, and I'm sure beyond that, because you're a fantastic occupational therapist, and you've designed incredible resources, which we're really keen to look at at the end of our interview time as well. So Deb, we've been going through a season um, that's brought about a lot of change and uncertainty at times through, I guess, this COVID-19 reality. And I know you do a lot of work with families and kids in dealing with change and transition. And I was just really keen to get some tips from you today on how you've been working with families. Yes, so I moved to telehealth with this whole COVID-19, which has been a challenge, you know, trying to play games and board games through the computer. So, yeah, we're doing all right now. (laughs) But now we're facing a change back into the clinic in the next few weeks as kids go back to school. So, Liz, it's been so interesting in just seeing the reactions of different kids in this time. Like some kids have just really... Some kids have like lapped it up. It has been the best thing for them, especially for kids on the autism spectrum who, you know, once you release that, that social layer and that learning anxiety layer, you know, they're just loving it at home. And as they've gone back to school, that level of frustration and anxiety has started to creep back in. And I know of a couple of families who have just, who have changed to distance education because it's, they've just seen such positive results. You know, some kids have really struggled with, you know, having the extra expectation of, you know, getting school done, you know, younger and older. So that has been tricky for parents to try and do school from home as well as juggle work, as you would know. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're moving back into, you know, going back to school. And yes, there's definitely, again, a mixture of changes. Some kids are just jumping into school and just, you know, just loving it. Some kids are quite fearful of being safe at school with COVID-19. But there's four key anchors that I've been talking to parents about. So I'm going to talk through those quickly today. So the first one is, as parents, I'm just going to share my screen quickly so we can see this model here. Awesome. Love technology. I'm getting better and better at it. (laughs) So the four different anchors I've been talking about them. And, you know, I've been reading the story of Paul Shipwreck and how this guy actually discovered the anchors from Paul Shipwreck off Malta, which is Mm -hmm. awesome, amazing. And so I've got four anchors here, which I thought was quite fitting. So the first one is nurture and relationship. You know, we need to be able to really dish out the love and the nurture and, you know, the love languages that kids are really, that really talk to kids at the moment because we need to overdo it. Like we need kids to know in their minds, I feel safe, I feel okay, and I know that you are here for me. And whether we are a teacher, whether we are a parent or grandparent, anyone who has contact with kids, we really need to reach out Mm -hmm. and be that anchor for kids at the moment. It makes me think of when I had kids, someone said to me, you know, if you invest in the bank of love, you can withdraw from it. 
because it's yeah. if it's empty, you know, they're going to communicate that in other ways. And they do. Fit. And they do. And, you know, fear and anxiety is actually the same neural pathway as excitement. So sometimes we need to, you know, reframe to our kids if they're feeling worried. It's like, I know you're feeling worried, but it's kind of a bit like excitement too. So can we try and flip our understanding of that and flip the meaning to help? But the next one is structure and support. And this is what OTs do really well. It's really helping kids to know, you know, what's happening and what's happening next. So the way we do that is through, you know, writing lists for kids, using calendars, using whiteboards, you know, even clip art pictures, you know, especially for the primary school kids. But, you know, a picture speaks a thousand words to us. So often when we're going through times of anxiety, maybe even just printing off pictures for the whole family of, you know, what's happening, you know, which days they're going back if they're having a staggered start, when after school activities start up again, just putting a picture of someone playing tennis after school on a Tuesday, for example, just that they really know what's coming up. And that gives a firm boundary. They know what's coming up and they don't have to ask or they don't have to act out their worries. Absolutely. And that's even for us adults, isn't it? Like oh. having some boundaries and diaries and things so that we can actually function every day. Absolutely. And you know, especially in this time, I have been doing my, this is my to-do list. I do like a knots and crashes board because I know that's what I've got to try and get through. And it just helps to structure and support my brain when when we're worried about stuff at the moment. So it's it's helpful for everybody. <laughs> The third anchor is having the just right challenge. So that is, you know, even though we know that our kids might be able to, you know, be independent in getting through the morning routine, for example, in this time, A, they have had a couple of months where they haven't been in that routine. So it's rebuilding those, that routine within their neural pathways. So even though we know they can do it, we need to perhaps, you know, break it down and maybe doing like a list of, you know, breakfast, teeth, pack bag you know those kind of things over the next few weeks while they're getting back into the swing of things it can really make a big difference and you know for homework you know hopefully there's not too much homework you know straight away but you know kids in high school you know they've got to keep on going with this so breaking it down you know asking your teenager or your upper primary school student you know what homework do you have you know what's due end of the week and really just getting them back into the swings of you know breaking things down doing a little bit tonight so it's not all, you know, coming at once at the end of the week. Awesome. So just like chunks of information at a time as well. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one is having a safe space, having a safe environment. And I wrote an article for a, a national magazine this week, which is really exciting, on cubby houses and forts and are kids making them a lot more <laughs> in this COVID time? And is that a really important thing for them to have? And it is, you know, having a safe space, whether that's, you know, like a cubby for a younger child or whether it's, you know, having a comfy bedroom or, a, you know, a teepee or a tent in the corner with some nice cushions, you know, their favourite Lego or their favourite book where we can help to keep an eye on, are they getting a little bit, you know, anxious or, you know, ratty or, you know, <laughs> complaining, you know, whatever kind of symptom they might be showing as their anxiety, we could say, oh, why don't you go and put your music on in your TP with your cushions and your favourite things and have that nice safe space. And I guess also having a safe space is feeling safe in their body and getting outside, seeing that sun, especially in winter, moving our bodies can really, again, help our body to feel safer and more calmer. Mm, that's so helpful thank you very much 
when I think of having a safe space, I also think of a place where we can share that maybe as adults, we also get anxious at times and create little sentence starters for them to be able to share their feelings in a safe space and whether it's sitting with them in that tent or place and, and giving them that space to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, for my son, the last week, he has just been craving and we've been giving him, you know, more time just, you know, at bedtime, you know, flying next to him, having a bit more of a chat than usual. Mm. And he's still got, you know, this, you know, the behaviour anxiety. Like all kids, I think, you know, react differently, but that has really helped to calm him. Yeah, absolutely. And something I guess I've noticed as well is that kids act differently when they're stressed and, and it's their behaviours of often a form of communication. And so just knowing that that's identifying it, like what you've done as a parent, noticing your son's being feeling more anxious and just being a bit more in tune to how they might be responding to that at this stage. Yeah, and that's that's the first anchor. It's yeah, just having that extra awareness, extra mindfulness of how you're coping. And you know, these four anchors are what we need to do as adults as well. It's not just what our kids need because if we do these for ourselves first, it's like putting the oxygen mask on, and then we can be there for our kid. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Um, so Deb, you based in Foster, that you've got an amazing website with all your resources on and you're the founder of Life Skills for Kids. So that's your web page where people can access um, short video clips and podcasts and different resources. And we were going to share that link. Yes, we'll share the link and I'll share a link to the poster that I just showed so you can download that. That's great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time and that's so helpful in transitioning our kids back to school for the week and yeah really appreciate that and hope everything goes well in your practice thank you so much liz <laughs> have a great day you too. Take care. thank you for joining me on the live skills for kids podcast providing you with superstar parenting tips and empowering you to be the rock in your child's life do you have an anxious child and feel overwhelmed and unsure how to help them Check out my book, Teaching Kids to Manage Anxiety, Superstar Practical Strategies to help your anxious child move from fear and worry to confidence and peace. See you next time.